right, y'all. What's up? It's your girl, Miss Danny. I am here with Ellis and Old Man Dash. Old Man Dash. And the nigga who's always wrong. Anyway, this is episode four of the Derelict Collective. What are we talking about? I don't know. We started off episode four as disrespectfully as we started off all the other episodes. So. <laughs> right. But... Man, yeah, I will commend y'all on episode three. That shit was crazy. I can't remember what you said in like the first five minutes. Ellis went in. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I felt it like talking. Right. Sounds about right. Well, it's a it's a pleasure to be here with you two old men. The, uh, dad, the OG dad crew. In my mind, <laughs> y'all have on like you know, like white new balances or something like that. And get the fuck out of here. First of all, like what? <laughs> What you have with it? Or- I'd wear black Air Force Ones before I wear white New Balances. Let that be here. Right. That's what you. A that's precaution what you to everybody. Yeah. Right. right. Warning. Yeah. Warning. <laughs> right. Do y'all? Do y'all? Are y'all? Do y'all play like old school? Y'all play old school R and B or whatever while y'all? Play? Yep. I got Curtis Mayfield on. That's about to pull up on you. Yeah. Yep. Girl, I'd be with you. <laughs> Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, I said in a quarter and shit. <laughs> that that was when we remembered R and B was R and B. Right. And now everybody's like we got so far away from what R and B is that people tag everything as alternative R and B now. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, nah, yo, I think y'all just forgot what R and B that wasn't tripped in rap sounds like. Right. You know, it's just like R&B is very much alive in the sense of what the music used to contain and, and, you know, what the whole point of making those songs was. You know, you look at a guy like Division or you listen to Sir, there's no way you can tell me those dudes don't, like, sound traditional when it comes to R&B. Like, right. there, nothing about Sir Sounds Alternative. Like, you know, alternative to me is like Alina Baraz or some shit like that. Like, it's like, you can see why people would call that alternative. How she's singing, right. what she's singing about. You know, it's just like, I don't know. So so we we're, we get so used to things being what they're not supposed to be that when they start to look like they should, we'd be like, oh, that's a new thing. So, right, when it's the exact same thing. <clears throat> it's, the, it's the exact same thing. It's just, I, I, and I don't understand, like, I mean, you know, again, we it, there are different levels of it or, you know, sub-genres of a specific genre of music, but at the end of the day, you know, the, you know, the, the R&B is R&B, you know what I mean? It's not going to... You know, just like you said, to certain people, you can tell automatically. Like you're going, you're hearing an R&B song. This is an R&B song. You know what I mean? We're talking about love, talking about affection, talking about heartbreak, talking about you know good days, bad days. You know what I mean? But then when you get to those different topics, then it changes, and then you you can realize it's like different beats and stuff like that. And popish R&B is you know, but at the end of the day, traditional R&B should never change. It has to change. It's just again, we go back to the People are lazy and they think, you know, I don't know. I, there's no, there's no real R&B out here. It's stuff out here. You just have to have your ear open, you know, and you know, don't just listen to the radio because the radio is not going to give you everything. You know, ev- the radio is going to give you what it wants to give you, and you know, that's not a good source to find music. Not at all. I mean, you know, uh, like you said, R&B has always been singing about love, heartbreak. You know, just general singing, to be honest with you, is, is what right, we used right, to right. tag R&B as. Right, right. You, like, you can't just be like, you know, you, you, you can't be out here not knocking him, but, you know, because he's a blend type person, but, like, Roddy Rich, he, you know, he's not necessarily because you have a, a hip-hop vibe with him, but he's not, like, super-duper singing, like, you know, right. Jazz Sullivan, you know, the, you know, the, you know, really singing that heart out and that soul out, you know, that's, you know, that's what the R&B is. Right. I think I think we, we had gotten so used to mixing the two up, you know, right. where, then you got artists like Drake 
and and you know pretty much everybody following Drake into that lane. So right. you know now the R and B songs, you're just like, is this R and B or is this rap? Is this R and B or is it rap? Right. You know, right. R and B always sounded like itself. Right. Drake, who was inspired by Kanye in AOH. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I feel like R&B is supposed, like the sound is supposed to change because everything is supposed to change. So like, I don't necessarily know if I believe in like alternative R&B. I just think it's just different. I think there's the R&B there always was. And then there's whatever new sounds the kids are coming up with. Um, and some of it is like funk and some of it is like other stuff. I don't know if you consider funk still like R&B or a subgenre of R&B. I don't know. But Funk is like, it, it, alternative R&B is a thing. It, it's really what, um, it, it's really what you're talking about just now. Like, that's kind of what the alternative R&B sound is. It's like, they you they take either other elements of funk, like I said, it'll be rap, it'll be, you know, even rock sometimes, and they'll infuse it into an R&B song. That's kind of like, what I would consider to be alternative R&B, you know? And it's like, so it, it, everything evolves. Everything has to evolve. And like back in the day, right before we were all born, R&B sounded a certain way. As we came up, you know, it started to change. Right. You know, and, and now, and, and in order for labels to make money, they have to categorize things. They have to put it in a box. Which right. is ironic, you know, for all artists, there's no artist wants to be put in a box for real quick. Mm-hmm. But they have to put it in a box. So I think, you know, people, I think it comes from people like that as well. Like, you know, like Spotify and the, just like the playlist culture. So we have to call this a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Half right. the people putting the list together don't really study enough to know where these things come from to call right. them things. You know, and that's right. kind of where you get... Yeah, what you said there? Right, I was saying, my bad to cut you off, but yeah, to be embedded enough, like, we've been listening to this stuff for, dec- you know, decades. Right. You know what I mean? And some right. of these new people really popping in, like, oh, I know what this is. No, you don't. You're like, you know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. It's like, clearly, like, this, um, what is it? Rolling Stone said, uh, Lauren Hill's album was the best hip hop album of all time. I was like, how the fuck that? That's not even, you know. I, don't, I, you know, I don't want to go down that line. I, you know, I don't go down that road. But it's, it's like y'all really don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Like, you know, like you can't. You know, if, if, she, if, she, what are you? Is she a singer? Is she a rapper? Well, she's a singer. Right, she's a singer. Right, like the biggest songs on there is what, like, uh, can't Right, X-Factor. X-Factor's one of the big songs on there. That's a fucking R&B song. Like, Bruh. every song she was on, she was singing on it anyway. That thing, fucking every song. Every, it's a good album. Don't get it twisted. It's a good album. I love the album. I bought the album for the wife for the, on vinyl recently. Whatever. It's a good album, but don't call it a hip-hop album because it's not. I mean, my favorite my favorite thing from Hill is, is the J-Period mixtape. Like, that's, that's my ultimate favorite thing. Like, so... But I understand. Is Lauren Hill is like she like the first alternative hip hop album? Because <laughs> like, like, like people swerving down as a hip hop album, it's like that is an R and B album. She rapped right. a couple times. That's not a right, you know. Right, right, right. You got D'Angelo on his motherfucker. Right, like her dad, D'Angelo are singing at each other. Like that is a good song though. The fucking the road to Zion. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like. <laughs> These niggas got miseducation. That's what the fuck it is. Is she a rapper or a? Would would y'all consider? Would y'all consider? Let's say Tyler's album to be R and B. It's like alternative. Yeah, I would say that's alternative because I mean, I, like I said again, I like the album. I mean, the main song Earthquake. I, I love that song, but that's. That's not really, that's some popish type, you know what I mean? That's not, and he is singing, or whoever's singing, singing. I don't fucking know. I'm confused about that. <laughs> Somebody singing. Somebody singing. Right, somebody singing. And it's a good song, and it's a good vibe, but it's like, I I actually got a nothing just chilling playlist where it's some shit like that. You got, what I got? I got, I got uh, The Weeknd on there. I got fucking The Nerd on there. I got that on there. You know what I mean? Different shit. It's not. 
it's not your normal everyday shit. You know what I mean? Even though the weekend can give you those joints, but there's a lot of like blinding lights that popish. You know what I mean? Yeah. That popish yeah. R&B sound. You know what I mean? So I would consider the weekend to be alternative R&B. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't I agree. Could, right. Yeah. <clears throat> what you think, Danny? What about what the weekend? About the weekend, yeah. I mean, I, the weekend is like he—he's R and B to me. Like I don't know, he's just like traditional, like regular R and B. His actual voice, like I don't know, I really think he can sing. Like I—I I don't be mad at the the Michael esque kind of comparisons because I get it. Um, uh, right, I, I'm gonna get mad. Don't do that because he's like purposely <laughs> trying to sound like Michael. It's just like stop. He's going out of his way at this point. It's just, it's uh, disgusting. I mean, I, listen, I, I understand and I, I respect the the pain of hope, the homage. And I mean, I, I can understand Alice too because I can't it's getting to like, be a little too much now. Like, right, right, right. Every song you sound like the fucking Jackson Five, bro. Right. Like, chill out. Really? That's not true either. Right. That's not true. I don't. That's not like, true. Like I, I feel like he's building a Neverland Ranch somewhere <laughs> right now. And filling it with cocaine. Jeez. Bubbles. Um, I don't know if it was yesterday or if it was what's today Thursday or if it was Tuesday, but um, Meg came out and she was on the cover. What was she on the cover of? Time, just, time. yeah, time. Like, like Time Magazine. She and I, I thought she looked amazing. I thought she slayed. She looked great. She like a I, little, I, I, I was like, check out Meg the Olivia Stallion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. She was watching Scandal and said, that's crazy. But no, nah, like, I, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago where we talked about um, just like, I don't believe it's gonna, Meg is going to stay around rapping for that long. She's got enough star power to where music ain't going to really matter in a year for her. Like, right. just like she's gaining fame and notoriety in places that most people can't. And like I said before, I think we forgot that she's a kid. She's a baby. So, so like, she's going to keep growing into more of these other things, which is kind of what makes everybody look so stupid about going crazy about that fucking song. You know, it, it's like, that should be fine. You know, but I, I, I think it's dope. I'm, I'm happy to see that for her. That's some crazy validation at such, such a young age. Um, right. You know, man. It's a it's a definitely a good cap off to her summer. Like she very much deserved it. I think um, too to your point, like as far as her doing other stuff besides music. I mean, her being around Cardi, that's exactly how I feel about Cardi because she's yeah and very personality and things like that. So I I loved it. I was real happy for her. No, I I was it was dope to see. Like I said, it was it was. Like we we often talk about symbolism and whatnot, and and we don't give enough credit to that kind of symbolism as well. Right. Like you know. So my question is, where do y'all think this is going though? Like, cause I, I know you you also said that about Cardi, and I'm like, so are they gonna what? I guess what will be that next step if they if you feel like they're not gonna be doing music anymore? Maybe not their primary objective or goal. I'm a, I'm gonna say Cardi Cardi's a little different. Um, I don't know, Dave. I, I, I think I, I'm gonna say this. I, I believe there's a little bit of a difference in Cardi and Meg in that aspect because I think Meg, uh, Cardi is still a bit more rooted to the music. Like right. I, I believe she's always kind of gonna want to do that. Yeah. She, you know, Meg on the other hand, like I said, if you look at it, and and not being judgmental, but you can hear the work that went into both of their music so far. There's been a lot more work put into the Cardi side on that. They're, right, they're, more right. I feel like they're trying to make her more like Drake. 
you know, think about it. Drake doesn't really do anything else, but being Drake is a thing. So being right. Cardi is a thing along with her releasing music. Meg kind of seems like she has her eye on actually running the industry. Mm. She's trying to get on the other side of the board, it seems, and and I and I think she will, honestly. All right. Well, if we could just stay on down in Houston for a moment, mm-hmm. there was a recent thing that came out um, about Travis and Kanye. Um, I think Ari is gonna is gonna tell us more about it. So, I was reading, and, you know, hip-hop geek I am, I ran across this article, and it said that, according to DJ Drama, Travis Scott's 2014 mixtape, Days Before Rodeo, which was the prequel to his really successful album, Rodeo, I think that's where he got his major blow-up from, it was supposed to be a DJ Drama Gangster Grills mixtape, and apparently... He called DJ Drama up and said, yo, I want to do a tape. But then later on, he wound up saying that, that Kanye had talked him out of it, saying it should be on on or a part of his album, which he wasn't mad at. But it ended up being a free tape in August 2014 instead of Gangster Grizzles, you know, which was still a thing. So how do you guys feel about, about that? And do you think that considering how big Travis Scott is now, was that good advice from the boss? Or was it kind of a little shady to keep a Gangster Grills take away from us? I mean, you know, I'm not going to disagree with majority of anything Kanye says. I feel like it was right. I feel like it's working. We obviously see that it's working because now he has McDonald's meals and stuff, all because you listen to Kanye. And I just... Really? Kanye says don't do it, don't do it. I'll, I'll say it's one of those uh, unintended consequence things. I don't think Kanye was necessarily giving the advice only for Travis. I'm pretty sure there was some kind of motive there to tell him not to do it. I mean, because at that point, um, <laughs> when you when you do a Gangster Girls mixtape, that's kind of like the thing that puts you on the map. You know, Days Before Rodeo was a very good mixtape. Like, me being a Travis fan, I enjoyed it. You know, but, like, to think that that could have had DJ Drama on it when, at the time it came out, I was telling people about it. And there wasn't a lot of people listening to it. I know for a fact that they would have been listening if for that. So, yeah, we can say Travis blew up and whatnot, and he did. But, I mean, he could have blew up faster. He could have He could have been even bigger than what he is potentially, depending on how that went. I mean, but I mean, when when have we seen gangster girls not work for an artist like that? No. So we don't know. We we don't know what Kanye's motive was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I I'll be going back and forth. Obviously, I'm not a super duper fan. I like the guy. Now. Like I said, mm-hmm. I just never delved into music enough for me to go back and say all that. But you know. Maybe, you know what I mean, maybe Kanye heard enough of the album to be like, no, we can't, maybe, I guess you need to market this at a broader, a broader, a broader, you know what I'm trying, a broader audience. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's probably why. That's the only thing I could think of, you know what I mean? You know, Kanye is a marketing genius. We we will never not say that, you know what I mean? He's smart. So he probably, you know, chimed in on the album and listened to it and was like, this might not, you know what I mean? you might want to take this to a broader scale or wider audience. That's the only thing I can, I percept, you know, I perceived from the, the way it worked out. It, it is, it is interesting. That is an interesting thought. And I want like everybody to kind of keep in mind because I think people get mixed up with what the relationship is. You know, Travis is signed to good music as a producer. He's not signed as an artist. So, right. You know, that was really Kanye just saying, hey, I don't think you should, you know, if if the reports are true. That was just him saying that, but he couldn't actually do anything about it. You know, Travis is signed to T.I. as an artist as well. Right. I would imagine that T.I. probably wanted that. 
you know, think think about it. T.I. being right. in Atlanta. That makes, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Right, that, right. That's, you know, I was so... I would yeah. imagine T.I. wanted that to happen. And I, I remember T.I. talking about Travis. I heard an interview with him, like, maybe five years ago or something like that. And he's like, the only uh, the only thing you can be sure about with Travis is he's going to do whatever you tell him not to do. Right. Because Okay, so one question real quick. Um, The, the joint with him... I think it's him, T.I., and 2 Chains, and the video was, like, in the woods or some shit. Was uh, that upper, that? Upper, upper echelon. That was, right. uh, yeah, no, that wasn't on there. Okay, all right, I think it was just a single. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that was, yeah. I remember that song. That, that was a song that I kind of was like, this nigga don't sound bad. This nigga is a little off, but. I think the biggest one of Days Before Rodeo was the one with uh, Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I really got to go back. Because, like I said, he, he got some vibes. And, like I said, it's a little weird. But, I mean, for the most part, like, I mean, I was banging sickle more like everybody else. And I was, well, right. Disturbed that the fucking, that, that first part of that beat did not get no fucking more burn. That shit killed me. I like, mean, like, it, it's kind of, I don't think, I've been, like I said, I've been telling people about this dude for years. And I, first thing I said was, that kid's going to be a big star. Like, I, right. I saw him, and I was like, okay, if he's acting like that right now, he's doing that shit right now. When he really gets going and hits his stride. So, when I heard the McDonald's thing, I was like, yep, it's happening. <laughs> it's, right. You know, I don't like, give I a fuck to... about McDonald's, but, you know. Right. I had the box. I had the Reese, I had the Reese, the Reese Puffs box in my house. My motherfucking mother-in-law. Wow. So we're not going to talk about that shit. Wow. I, shit. And again, I, and again, I don't love the nigga, but th- just to see... A person like you know of my of my you know a rat person literally on a fucking cereal box that shit was crazy that was some epic right. shit like you know right. what I mean like that that was crazy like that that was that was a big thing and now the McDonald's thing like this you know what I mean you, you, that's unprecedented you um, know Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan was on a cereal box and had you know right. had a McDonald's hookup you right. know what I mean right. and that was and then he also got the Jordans that you know sells out and, and Do you said, see the prices on them things you said what. You see the prices on his sneakers? Yeah, I know the resale, right? Like I'd be wanting to pay, but I ain't no way in the world. Like I'm getting them, motherfuckers. It's like, like fours is disgusting. Them bitches nasty. I want them, but you know, he he's kind of the first. I remember when people started first hearing when people first started hearing him. I kept hearing people say a lot about Kanye because you know they work together a lot, and I think I think he had to deal with that in like the first half of his career, and I think it kind of held him back. Because I don't think people expected him to be able to be as big as Kanye because he was under Kanye. Right. And I mean, you know, so whatever. And I think now he's like, he's he's kind of up there. I don't I don't think I don't think him being with or around Kanye now helps him in any way. So that's that's another reason why that story is kind of like, you know. I don't know. I don't know what Kanye's angle was that was on that. I don't know who that helped, is what I'm gonna say. Right, right, right. I, I don't. I don't know who that helped because I mean, like we, like like Danny said. I mean, Travis is still as big a star as anybody could ever dream of being right now. Right. So you know, maybe it was for his benefit, or maybe the kid is just that talented that it didn't matter. You know, he gave it away, and people still went crazy for it. You know, I like the air on with Kanye was right. He's a marketing genius, as Damien said. So, you know. Yeah, he's he's some things. That's for sure. Right. It's all right. We don't have to get into any more of the Kanye things. So, speaking of more of Kanye's children, because we've talked a lot, of, a lot about his children. We talked oh. about Drake. We talked about uh, Travis. And another one of Kanye's children, Lupe recently said what did he say that he is a better lyricist than Kendrick but Kendrick makes better songs than him um and I very much thought like wow he could like he definitely could be like a derelict because that very much is is some derelict type the song versus the lyrics type of thing um Lupe Lupe would probably feel a bit disrespected by you calling him one of Kanye's children because he was only on that one song with Kanye Kanye didn't do anything else for him. Just put that out there. Um, I don't know. Lupe's always talking. And it's just like, <laughs> like, like, it's just like, 
he's just gonna keep saying things so people pay him some attention. It's like it's like Joe Button half his career said, "I don't want to be a star," and everything he's done is to be the biggest star in the world. You know, so it's just like, man, shut up. It's, it's honestly, and and I know most people believe he's right on it. They think yes, he's a better lyricist than Kendrick, and Kendrick is the better artist. I can argue against that. I won't. Let's just say, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he. As good a lyricist as he is, if people don't want to hear your shit, it don't matter. Oh, like it, it's like part of being a lyricist is being good with the words, and people like it. That's why none of us think M is the best rapper ever. Cause yeah, the nigga can rap, but I mean, I'd rather him not. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. So like, so I'll, I'll pick Kendrick in any avenue over Lupe because if they showed up to any battle, Lupe is gonna seventh dimension us with the bars, and nobody's gonna care. And Kendrick is gonna do it, and it's gonna be nice to hear. Like, right. You know, like I we we watched Kendrick freestyle. Go check out that shit when he first went to flex. Don't tell me that nigga can't rap. Don't tell right. me Lupe would run circles around him. You know, like, I think Jay said it, you know, because a nigga wearing Kofi, you don't read any right. You know. Damn. Just because you got to go look up Lupe's bars don't mean they're great. It just means right. he's bored and he's got time to write about shit that nobody cares about. That's Jeez. it. Right. So, you know, that that is my take on the whole Lupe Kendrick thing. And I like his his list was very strategic. He 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 went all around the board of the people that he didn't want no smoke with, you know. <laughs> it was like, all right, yeah, you just want attention. Right, right, right. And they, that's that, that's the thing about it is, is, I mean, exactly what you said. It's like you know, again, conceptually, you know, Kendrick's albums are a way better. It's just like, you know what I mean? You can, you, it's a whole vibe. It's a thing you can listen to. You know what I mean? You don't, and again, you don't have to overthink things. You know what I mean? With, with being a great, complete artist, you can give lyrics and you also can give a vibe and there's also something you can vibe to and you don't have to do too much work to. You know what I mean? You, you It's like with me with Currency. I don't really think too much. Currency going to give you weed, going to mm-hmm. give you cars, going to mm-hmm. give you women, going to give you money. That's it. Right. Right. If that's what you want, and if that's your vibe, then that's it. You know what I mean? You get you get the Kendrick album, you're gonna get a whole orange prince. He's gonna give you the love songs. He's gonna give you the hard shit. He's gonna give you some 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 metal shit. He's gonna talk about some emotional shit. But he gives you a whole complete spectrum of music, so you have something to to dive in, and you don't have to really think too much. You know what I mean? He he he's the conductor. You were just riding on the train. I respect that currency plug. I, I, right. I, I feel like me. That and you was actually the yeah. only currency listeners. Oh well, no, I love currency. Y'all, you tripping? I I don't be seeing you. You know, <laughs> I, I, I see people oh, oh, battling. Oh, you know, I've been on currency going way back, and I'm the I'm one of the people who still listens to all the shit that comes out. Right. Like no, I'm I'm a like when and with him and Wiz, like he was instrumental in Wiz coming up. Right, like right. I was, right. I was the one of the twelve people listening to that. Like, I, I just ain't seen. Yeah, because I wasn't. I, I literally yeah, like. Duh. I'm, I'm the, I'm like the opposite. I'm like, you know me. I, y'all know how I am with my energy. I'm very energetic. So my shit was like, I this nigga real rap, real slow and real, yeah. and real sleepy. Like, yeah. and then the homeboy was like, yo, listen, you can't be, you can't listen to currency as you. You have to follow his rhythm or follow his lead. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And that literally was it. It was like, all right. Yeah, I, I love cars. He loves cars. So it was, it was a rap. It was like, it was Saturday over. cartoons. My favorite currency right, project. That, and that was the one. That was the That's one. That's my favorite currency and project. And I was like, the first, the, the intro was just a beat. And I was like, what the fuck is going right. on? But that, but, but I, it was five in the morning. I was driving to school and I was just cruising. And then that I, was it. I was driving to work. I was driving to work. I was like, damn, this feels good. And I was like, damn, this shit, this nigga's not going to rap with this beat at all. Okay. <laughs> he did it more than once. She was like, all right, cool. I understand what you're doing. I understand what you're doing. So. No, that's what's up. I, I appreciate the currency love. Um, I actually got put on in Houston 
or you know they encourage slowness so i was trying to slow down and that's some real good slow down music right um, absolutely so i guess currency lupe kendrick i'm wondering where these where they are listed on people's like top 50 top 20 top whatever because that's the thing people in ridiculous top 50 list top 20 i mean really a lot of a lot of people's top rapper lists are ridiculous anyway but some are just like worse than others so we found one that was absolutely horrible and ari is going to help us chop it up terrible just terrible Ah, so, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this list real quick. It came from the Trap Music Museum, which is T.I.'s museum, right? That's the trap, right? I got that Trap Music Museum. And they put up the top 50 greatest rappers of all time. I just want T.I. to know, bro, Clifford, what I would like to say to you is that I would like to pontificate upon this moment that we are having right about now to extrapolate the data and let you know that we ain't buying this shit. With that being said, let me introduce y'all to the top 10 on this list. Number one, Tupac. Number two, Jay-Z. Number three, Biggie. Number four, from way left field, Snoop Dogg. Number five, Kanye. Number six, the man with no solo albums, Andre 3000. Number seven, you know, the white guy. You know who I'm talking about. Fine, fine, I'll say his name. Eminem. <laughs> Eminem. Number eight, Nazir. Number nine, Ice Cube. And number and rounding out number ten, Lil Wayne. I don't have anything else to say here. I'm gonna I'm gonna lob this one up, Chris Paul style. Y'all got it. I don't have all right. So first of all, I don't have Wayne in my top ten. So I know I'm gonna get killed for that. Um, any top ten that starts off with Tupac, I stop listening on. Same. Right. Uh, same. Because I know we're not having the same conversation. So this, this is going to go ahead and cross talk off at number one. That's an automatic no. As much right. as I love Kanye, I cannot put Kanye in the top five rappers of all time. Can't do it. He's 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 in the top 15, 20, just based off of the music that he's given us as a rapper. So Right. But, I mean, I, that's just out of respect for his catalog. Other than that, he don't belong on the list at all. But... Uh, <laughs> I don't have him in my top 10. No, no, I do. I do. Even though I don't listen to any of his shit and I don't like it. Right. I agree. have to acknowledge that. Look at you being super objective. I, yeah, I hate it because I hate his music. His music I, is terrible. Because real quick, I want to say that. Like, you, you don't have to love the guy to respect him. You always, no. you always can realize that we can give respect to people we don't like. I right. don't have to like you to respect you and, and acknowledge that you're great, that you can do great things, but right. I just don't want to hear that shit. And that's that's kind of why I give Wayne, I do give Wayne leeway because I'm not a Wayne guy, but I do acknowledge that he had a historic period in the game. Right. So that will, that that should put, that should count for something. So right. like I said, he's not in my top 10, but he's not far out of it. Andre don't go in my top 10. Like, how? Like, our right. man doesn't have a solo album. And, right. you know, I think people have gotten a couple verses and they won't let go of those, but like, I, I don't I don't put Dre up there. He's a very good rapper from a very talented group, but it was indeed a group. Real quick, I just want to say, I, I know this is going to uh, fuck with people, but, you know, some people are going to say that uh, the, the Love Below was an album. It was, but it wasn't a rap album. Right. Okay. Right. It was like the Lauryn Hill thing. He rapped a couple times, but right, right. I hope that you right. Hey, hey, y'all was the first single. Like, right, right. <laughs> y'all remember that song? That was that's Happy Senior. 
Right. Happy senior. Hey, guys, happy senior. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Where do you have Kanye, Danny? We, we know you're not taking Kanye off that. Off oh, that. no, Kanye's number two on my list. My list is not objective because if I can't listen to your shit, like, I, for me, my list is personal. I'm not obligated to be objective on my list. I'm not a producer. I'm not an artist. I'm just a person who enjoys the music. So Eminem's not on my list. He's not on my list. If I, can't make, it, if I can't make it through your song, then, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um... It's my list. He's like, it's, it's my list. Fuck you. Um, Jay is number one on my list. And it's, I know, right? I know. And I'm not a huge Jay fan like that. Like, no, I, know why you, I know why you're doing it. I know, I know. That's why. I mean, no, but it's, it's an obligation. Is it respect? Is it because it's Kanye's father? Like, I don't know. It's all of those things. But I can't, I can't. It always goes down to Kanye home eventually. Always. How does it not? Back to Kanye. Um, but Kanye's not number one, but he is, he is, you know, on my list, I guess. Number two. But yeah, Jay is number one. Why, why am I doing that? Or did I tell you why I did that? No, we, we know. So you got Jay at number one, you got Kanye at number two. Do I even want to know who's at number three? I think, um, I mean, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have Kanye in my top five. I, I have, I have Jay, uh, I got Big, I got Nas, I got X. You're so cliche. Not All really. you are missing is Pac. <laughs> First of all, Big can actually Yes, it's the East Coast starter kid. Wow. First of all, first of all, y'all didn't let me see y'all didn't let me get the number five. Y'all didn't let me get the number five. Number five was Snoop. I have Snoop at number five and I have Cube at number six. You know who I wish was here right now? My dear cousin William. Because so he could dance the list. I, no, because there was not one Philly artist in that top five. Not even oh, because I'm being because I'm being objective. Philly artists don't belong in that top five. You don't have to be objective on your. No, no, no. I, I, I prefer to be objective. I, I like to know what the actual truth. That's right. It's, it's your integrity, yeah, uh, logic, and reason. There's no Philly rapper that belongs in the top twenty, let alone the top five. Just not. Interesting. I don't. I don't understand. Like, I, I know people go go crazy about the Snoop thing. But like literally, through several different decades, Snoop the rapper has hit records and good albums. Like back in the day, Snoop was one of them niggas. I mean, we're not about to act like Snoop didn't come out like he did. There's a lot of people who feel like Doggy Style might be the greatest rap album in history. I ain't one of them, but I've seen it said before. Like you know, I I. I don't think anybody compares to Snoop. Like, think about how long Snoop has done it and continues to do it. You know, it's like uh, I, the only other person you could compare him to would be like a Busta Rhymes. But I mean, Busta hasn't been as consistent in front of the camera. See, I, I feel like this this Snoop thing is is your personal preference. Not um, really. I can I can back I it up. I don't think, I mean, you're saying it, but everything you're saying is super subjective because no one considers Snoop to be like a lyricist. He makes fun music. We, we love his music. It's great. Like, it's, it's feel we did, good. We did and, consider Snoop to be a lyricist. Okay, yeah. on the first album. On the first album. The first couple. And then he, he literally did what LL did. He did. Snoop is the West Coast LL. Who was no, also who was also who was also in my top ten? No, LL LL wishes that he was Snoop because no, we no we're more people are more likely to show up for Snoop songs and things than we yes, are LL. We now, don't want to hear no LL right now. No, no, I I, I agree. What I'm saying is in the last Snoop, ten years Snoop, we have not wanted any LL. But but think about think about how that's working to my point. My point is Snoop goes point. higher than uh, Snoop LL is on my list. Snoop goes higher because he's still more relevant with music. Oh. Well, let's not get it twisted. When LL was was relevant with music, which was 
right up until what 2000 pretty much Amy what's your top three Nas Nas is my number three by the way okay um they say East Coast start getting all that shit fuck me up you kind of throw me off but, I, right like I can't like I can't like the good rappers Damn. right 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 because I mean I, I the chime on that real quick also I, I agree like Snoop Dogg has been relevant and is still relevant to this day. Like LL Cool J is a guy on NCIS Los Angeles. So we can't be killing him. Damn. When was the last time you jammed to a LL Cool J song? That like is recent. You know what I mean? I'm, Snoop, you can't ask me. Album Bush. But that wasn't. Yeah, that shit was hard. Bush was great. Bush was a very good album. Right. So Snoop does what he does to stay relevant. This nigga made a gospel album. Um, no, like, he, he made a reggae on, album. I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like he got that right. shit off, and people right, liked it. Right. It wasn't. Yeah, people be out of retirement to make another song. Like get the fuck out of here. Like, the man deserves credit. Like, I get, I'm sorry. Like, all right, Damien, give us your top three. You beating around the bush. Um. All right. So uh, it's gonna be uh, <laughs> one or two is Big and Jay in no particular order. Um. Damn, number three. I don't want to be cliche. Huh. I'm just go ahead and say Nas and complete the set. It's Nas, right. bro. It's Nas. Right. Like you could do it. Like don't let it to you. Right. This that that's it. Then there you go. Because that's who that best rappers happen to be. Like. Right. I mean, it. it yeah. You know, and they're right. And they do reside in New York. You know, it, it is what it is. That is the birthplace of hip hop. You know. So you know. That's, in 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 the Bronx. In the Bronx. Cause like um, I said, but from them people, I put, I'm pretty sure that I've purchased all their albums. You know, I I I, I own Nostradamus. I've you know owned all the Jay Z albums, all Bigs, Born Again, and the, the the duets and all that shit. So, um, yeah, I would say those those three. Um, again, I'm I'm gonna say something controversial because Brock Kim is in. I would say in my top ten, and I know a lot of people, you know. Uh, might be like it's too old and blah 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 blah. But again, like I came in the door, said it before, was was will always resonate with me to that point. You know what I mean? Because you know that changed hip hop for me. You know what I mean? Um, so he he will always be there, even though I know a lot of people be like, oh, you know, he's too old and he. I'm on your side with that one. But again, you know, follow it's the leader, know the ledge. It's a it's a whole bunch of shit. So it's definitely respectable. Right, Drake is in my top ten. By the way, oh god, now I have a I have a less than respectable point for you, Ellis. Um, I'm not gonna focus too much on the list because the list is terrible. But later on down the line, um, specifically at 36, and I'll name a couple names that are beneath it first before I name the artist. Beneath that artist are Big Daddy Kane, Most Deaf. Styles P, Rick Ross, and Big Pun. Would you like to know the name of the artist, Ellis? Sure. Wait, but can you say the one right above him, though? Oh, oh, and yeah, the one above him is F-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. So I don't know whether it's disrespect or proper placement. We'll leave that up to you. But the name beneath of that, number 36 on this horrible list, is Prodigy. And I'm back to the bushes. Oh, oh, okay. Who was number 37, real quick? Big Pine. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's, that, that's some New York bullshit right there. That, that's right. what that is. That's... To have Fab and Prodigy, as much as those two dudes both have fan bases and they get whatever respect we got to give them, you know, Prodigy Pass on and all. Like, like, let's just be real. The people that came after are so much better. This is like, this is like the Bears trading up seven spots to get Mitchell Trubisky and not pick Patrick Mahomes. That That's what this person did. Like, how do you, like, Prodigy is... One of those legacy dudes. People are going to say Prodigy because they're supposed to. It's like had, the people who have Tupac number one on their list have Prodigy in their top 50 greatest rappers. Right, right. And, 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 and I venture to say that all of them dress the same still. 
So <laughs> don't do that. Don't you know, do that. Pants. Size fifty jeans and car hearts and, right. and beef and broccolis. Ooh. <laughs> don't do that. Right, because like I said, I I agree. Like I I was a prodigy fan, you know, recipes prodigy and and but again, like again, I'm not putting him on that list because it, it wasn't it wasn't. Again, I know being you know you can separate being a fan and then actually having the understanding that like they are that great. You know what I mean? They do great things and are a great artist and and can give you more than one lane or one or one type of uh scenario or, or I guess topic or something. You know what I mean? Prodigy was more or less, I ain't gonna say always, but more or less the same, you know, same thing. A lot of killing, a lot of guns, a lot of, you know, shooting, a lot of Hennessy. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really what he was. You know what I mean? I, and I loved him for that. As to, like, you know, what our first battle, it was Nori versus Cam. And I told people I couldn't decide on what. Because, again, I was, a, I love Nori. I love Nori to death. But he'll probably admit to you, too, like, that, that, that nigga ain't that nigga wasn't giving you the greatest bars of all time. But I bought the motherfucking albums. You know what I'm saying? I bought the albums. I bought Prodigy H and I C. I bought, you know, Murder Music. I bought Infamy. I bought the the Murder Mixtape. I bought all that shit. But again, I'm not gonna put him on my list because it's a bunch of people that's like you Big Pun should not be under a lot of these people. Like get the fuck out of here. Like Dead in the middle of Little Italy, Little Italy. Come on, dog. You can't fucking, like, come on, man. Like, no. You got to stop. You got to stop. Make sure you know you love, just because you love something doesn't mean it's that great. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, if that's the case, I'll put Bud B in the top 50. Like, Right, right. Like, and again, <laughs> he's, been around, he's still relevant, and he's still making music, but again, you're not going to do that. No, you know? I know I like him. I enjoy his music, but I know he don't belong there. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ellis, but Bun B is number 27 on this list. <laughs> wow. Did you say 27? 27. Wait. So that. So that 27. also. 27. Oh wow. Who were those people? Name those names you named to get. Because Bun B is okay. A so um. So I'll start at 127 for you guys. Oh no. Under him at 28 is Buster Rhymes. Under Buster at 29 is M.A. Dollar Sign E. Under Mace at number 30 is Ghostface Killer. Mm. Under Ghostface is J. Cole, then Redman, Ludacris, Raekwon. Yeah, you see where this is going, right? Yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this list seems, let's just, let's just call it erratic. The most the most upsetting thing to me is Gucci Mane being on the list. He's number 39. Wait, he's on the... He's number 39 on the list. Right, I would not put Gucci Mane. Oh, oh, you, you know what? All right, I just considered the source for these things, and this list is like a list of T.I. talking. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's like some of the words make sense together, but some of them are just there. <laughs> Um, I just realized that Nipsey is on this list. 50? Nipsey is number 47. 50, I don't like G-Unit, nor want to be associated with G-Unit. No, 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 you can't do that. And again, fifty cent is on the list though. He's number fourteen. What the fuck? Kendrick <laughs> Drake fifty. Method Man fifty is above Method Man. <laughs> I really, I really no hey, hey, where, where is weird out? Is hip hop therapy? Y'all need hip hop counseling. Yeah. Is, is, is Weird Al Yankovic on the list? I mean, you know. <laughs> At this point, sheesh. Wait. I, are you, am, I, am I tripping? Cameron, Cameron is, is number 20? Am I reading? Cam, Cameron is number 20. Above, let's go down, way down the list again. 8-Ball, Styles P, Big L, <laughs> and Danny Siegel. We know Cam Rod's not broke, better than Beans. Ray, Ray Kwan. 
He's well, about to break Quan. But can I? Ellis is about, about to lose please. his Philly pass. Everybody, can I, can I? Can I talk to y'all for a second? Please. Oh shit, here. Can Can we talk like as family? I I don't I don't know if Cam belongs in my top twenty, but I mean, pretty much out of all those people you named, he's above them. Right. He's a fifty. Sorry. Everybody you named is above fifty. Like think about Cam how is, Cam is better than Beans. Okay. No, what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about here? Because now this this is about to get dicey. Because we're right. about to call Broad Street right now and get you robbed. I'm sorry. Hold on. Listen, right listen. Back. Go go ahead and do what you gotta do. Like they could, I'll let them know with my flight land. Uh I like let's keep it a hundred. Let's let's literally take beginning to end of both discographies. Are you really telling me you taking beans? You have a point, right? I, I agree with you because Cam, because we got Confessions of Fire, SDE, which that's what I'm saying. He was doing it, but he was doing it before, and he Beans had a shot. It was right. a late shot. It, it was it was a drag strip, and then it was done, and he ain't been relevant since. I right. Mean, Cam literally just dropped. Was it Purple Haze too? Like, Cam can still get an album off. It was an okay album, right? It was. And, and, Yes, like I just know I'm at least listening to one being Seeger album all the way through where it's like it's a cam song here, it's a cam song there, like But it's a lot of songs though. Right, it's a lot of songs. It's true, but it's like I need like, a, it ain't you know And when we talk about if we if we make a list like going back to last week where we talked about like what's not in the top fifty, what is in the top fifty? Cam got like a five song section by himself. Hold right. on beats overall song. Beats and overall song. Let's cool. yeah, Okay, but hold on though, because if I'm taking these cam songs to make my little playlist, though, I mean it still equals like an album. So I don't know. At least no, no, no. I, I got, I got. Nah. probably pull out three. Like, and if it does, and if it does equal to an album, that one album is better than all of Beans' catalog in one shot. I, I don't know if I would agree with that. But. Uh, <laughs> And I'm okay, and I'm okay with not agreeing with that because I love these. Does Cam have a uh, filler in the air? No, but if you want to say a song that's not like a you a normal Cam song, Horse and Carriage. That's true. That's true. I mean, because again, like I'm a Cam fan. Like I, I could probably name SDE a lot. Like I love SDE. Cam album for me. So Cam was the better artist. Which was why he was better at seeing talent and nurturing the talent than Beans ever could be. I mean, Cam does have a song with Mariah. Cam made us think Jewels was about to be a thing. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> and now he's just a safe word. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. So basically back to the other point. You saying Cam has five five songs at least. And what are we doing? The top top fifty beats Mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. Everyone else, because we kinda not gonna say we all had the same, we all had the same top three or five or whatever, but more or less. We all know Jay. Um, both y'all had Biggie. So, does Biggie have any beats in the top 50, let alone that are top 10, that is truly his beat, it's the beat that we checking for, and not what Biggie did on the beat? So, I'm just gonna watch y'all do this one, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit this one out. Oh, you're gonna, no, this is, this is gonna be no. No, Jesus, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this because I listened to a lot of Biggie today. Look, you can see my list. This is the list of Biggie songs right here, and there's some asterisks. See the little asterisks? And I don't know, guys. I I don't know. I don't know. Like, um. My my uh I I I'm I'm not gonna lie Will Will had a Will does have a, I think a great point um I don't think so I a lot of, I listened to uh, Life at the Death within the last 24 hours as soon as he said it I was like let me go back and listen right and 
I, from from that album, the only ones I don't know if it's top fifty though, right? It's like Notorious Thugs, Ten Crack Commandments are, are two of those off of that joint. The um, other ones I would say is maybe Warning, and you know, even though it's a sample and it's very heavily sampled, again, that's like the that's like the ultimate Biggie song. It's probably number one of the best Biggie songs. Uh, Juice. Those are my four of my nomination nominees. That's what I got. Um, I agree with Notorious. I agree with the the Ten Crack Commandments. Warning was also on my list with the double asterisk because the double asterisk means it's. The um, I kind of feel the same way about Warning is Big Papa, even though it's like you know the same thing you pretty much said, and that's all I got. Like everything else, I caught it and I was like, "It's him. It's not. It's not the beat." Like I'm. So yeah, big is uh, big and his beats are an interesting thing, because I mean he had to be convinced to rap on these beats in a lot of cases. So that kind of tells you, like, going into it, he himself didn't like some of them. You know, so it's like it's one of those things where you you about to lie about it. When somebody says, "Does Big have top fifty beats?" You immediately say yes because how can he not? Right, right. And then you get the listeners, and it's like, is that one? If somebody else had that beat, would I think that? You know, so it's like I would say Notorious Thugs would stand up because I I think. I don't know, I think that piano comes on and just like, you know, the the, the progression in the beat just, it sets a tone. Regardless of who was on it, it was gonna it was gonna be a thing. Um, that's the only one I say, I'll, I, that's the only hill I'll die on. Uh, maybe Who Shot You? Right, I was gonna thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe Who Shot You, because that beat is just it's a hard ass beat. I do have that one written down as well. It just had yeah. one asterisk because I wasn't I wasn't sure. So maybe it like I would I would bet my house on notorious thugs, who shot you, and maybe hypnotize. Cause even though I do know it is him, mm. I still think if I hear if I hear that beat, I'll still dance to it. Like right. it is, it is hard. Honestly, and because I, I listened to Hypnotize like three times last night, and I was like, I think I still think it's like it's like maybe like I would say almost seventy five percent, twenty five him. It's like that dum 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 dum. But then yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, I think, and again, it's but again, the beat is nice, but like. I, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's there's two that I will stake a flag in the ground for. After that, I, nah, nah, and that hurts to say because I'm like, I literally got I, I have him number two on my list for a reason. Right, right. Like but the it, dude maybe, wasn't. Huh. I'm sorry. Real quick, is this to say that you know that he was just? I mean, maybe that's how great he was. You know what I mean? He was just that yeah. great. He didn't need shit, you know what I mean? You could give him yeah. a, a kick and a snare and it's a rap, and then he gonna do what he does. You know, he gonna do what he do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, uh, uh, I got a story to tell, but again, it's not like, it's more it's like, not right, it was the story, like, it was the story. It's a it's an interesting study of how he did it back then and how nowadays it's the beat carrying the artist in a lot of cases. Right. You know, it's like I'd listen to this beat no matter who was on it. Like, you just happen to be the one on it, so thanks. You know, as opposed to somebody like Big, where we're sitting here looking at a catalog of a bunch of songs and like only saying I'd pick two of those beats to go in the top fifty. You know, I'm probably picking five to seven Jay Z beats. I'm probably picking, you know, like I said, if, if you got Kanye. There's a bunch of Kanye beats because you know the top artists have a bunch of beats. Right. You know, I I don't. I think back then we got into the Nas conversation a couple weeks ago, and I think Nas is one of those people who who felt the same way. Like I'll elevate the beat. Now I think 
I think the beats kind of elevate the artist. There's only a few people. I would I would say J Cole might might be somebody who elevates his beats because I don't think his production is that great. Right, I'm about to say a I, lot I, of instances. He might do that shit on purpose, like yeah, <laughs> I, I think he does. Like he like if not for him being what he is on those records, I don't think those beats work. Um, I think I think Kendrick elevates some beats because some of those beats are not meant to be crazy. Right. Uh, <clears throat> oddly enough, Drake doesn't elevate beats. That's not. I, I think no. I, I think I think. I, but it's not that the beats elevate him either. I think he's the only artist that's like right in the middle. He just matches whatever the beat is. Whatever, like it's it's like a machine. Chris Brown does the same thing. Like they're not gonna elevate whatever it is. They're gonna match what it's supposed to be, and then them being them will take it, you know, the rest of the way. But I I don't think there's there's only a couple artists out there that really elevate the production. The production is carrying artists more so than it ever has, in my opinion. All right. Well, that's the show for today. We appreciate y'all for coming out and listening. Follow us everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever, maybe even at your mama's house. You ain't got to go home, but you know the rest. Bye.